You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure. You never know until you know. Well, that's And true. I know. Welcome to season two. Can you believe it? No. No. Season two of Kick It With John and Greg. We finished season one. A while ago. A while ago. And now we've moved on. Yeah. To season two. Bigger and better. Bigger and better. We haven't been canceled yet. (laughs) I don't think you can cancel a podcast. I don't. Hopefully we get more listeners. I think we will. I think this year we will definitely get more listeners. We've had some great listeners. Great. We get so much feedback just even like public and stuff. People have come up to me. Guy at the baseball game the other day came and said he listens to our podcast whenever he travels. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. So we, that was really cool. Yeah. I think it was, uh, well, first, I mean, I think you should still introduce yourself. I All right. Yeah. Start it off right. Yeah, I just ramble. <laughs> you guys just got a taste of what it's going to be like, just rambling. I am John Ryan, Seahawks punter and podcaster. And I am joined by a good friend of mine. Co-host, <laughs> real estate agent. You're going to be on the new uh, Million Dollar Listing Seattle. Uh, yeah, no. Million Dollar not. Listings Renton. <laughs> uh, Greg Woodman. Yeah, buddy. Right on. Yeah. So how the hell... Uh, we'll, we'll go all the way back to the start. How this podcast started. Yeah. Or should we go right to the start of how we became friends? Well, we should We should go, I think... Or right to that dark, stormy night, November 26, 1981, when... <laughs> A young Barbara and gave birth to a ten pound, three ounce. Were you really ten pounds? Yes. Oh man, John Jonathan Robert Ryan. That, that's. Should we go right? We'll, I don't we'll, think that's too far back. We'll pick it. We'll pick it up when you and I became friends. So, uh, yeah. So for for those of you just listening, we did an entire uh, a season last year. Um, so go back and listen to those. But uh, I used to own a bar in Seattle in Fremont called Woodskies, and I met uh, John through that. Uh, that was like six years ago, I mean, five, five, six years yeah, ago. That was a while ago. And uh, we've kind of been buddies ever since. And then one night, uh, well, we always talk about we just have much different lives. We're very we're close to the same yeah, age. Yeah, so much in common. So yet, yeah, we're good friends. We get along in a lot of ways, but our lives are completely different. Um, so I am married and have a couple of kids, a couple daughters. Uh, one is five and one is seven months. And John is now recently married or married. It's been a while now. Yeah. Well, we got married July 9th. Yeah. We secretly got married February 2nd or 3rd. Yeah. Or 4th. So you guys have made it. You're, you're, you've made it through the long. We've made it through the one year. I guess officially one year will be July 9th. But yeah. It's been rough. <laughs> Man, it's been dodgy. <laughs> dodgy. I, do, I don't know if we've even had a fight yet. We're, we're That's not, amazing. We're not, we're not fighters. No. Anyway, now I'm rambling on. Go on. with what. Keep on with your... You, you're married and you have two kids. Two, two daughters. Yeah. So, so a lot of it just came out of, of being friends and being similar in so many ways. And yet, uh, you know, having obviously completely different lives. You being a professional athlete and me being... Uh, Former former bar owner and now real estate agent. Um, Would you ever buy a bar again? No. 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 With the kids and it just I mean that was part of the reason that I that I decided to sell was just I yeah. wanted to be around and I mean maybe in a different situation where you know it was much more of like an investment and it wasn't a 
having to be the daily yeah. operations. I just, I, I can't, I wouldn't do that again. I think also for the most part, it's a bad investment. Yeah. It's, well, it's an investment of time. I mean, yeah, yeah I, it just, you're right. I mean, at the end, it's, it's a lot of work and a lot of times it's not for a huge return. It was yeah. fun. It was great, you know, in my 20s to yeah. do that. No, I think it'd be fun. You had a great great bar, too. It was fun. Yeah. And now you're a real estate agent. Now I'm a real estate agent. I've been doing this for a couple of years now. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the backstory on the podcast. So for, for those of you who have listened since last year, we won't go back any further. We, uh, we haven't done an episode since January, and obviously a lot has uh, happened since then. So what yeah. have you kind of been up to in the offseason? Been uh, back in L.A. We have a house in L.A. So we live, we live half the year here and half in L.A. We have to be in L.A. for Sarah's work. Um, and I've just been back there, you know, working out, getting ready. I think I worked harder this offseason than I ever have. Yeah? Yeah. I usually don't start kicking until right around now. And I started like a month and a half ago. So I feel more I've, – I've, I've always been very focused. You, you've known me for a long yeah. time. I've always been very focused. I always worked really hard. But this year, I just kind of took it to another level that I didn't even know was possible. Hopefully, that shows up. That's awesome. Come September. Yeah. And, yeah, we just um, – as you know, I'm a huge baseball fan. So the World Baseball Classic was going on. So we went to Miami for a week for the first round and then to San Diego – for three games for the second round and then we were in LA for both the semifinals and the final I loved it was just it's just a perfect example of how different our lives were because I, I when you were there there was I I don't remember what I texted I texted you something it was like oh man like uh you know we're getting ready to do this what are you up to and you just take a picture from like the front row of the world baseball classic <laughs> with your beer it was it was such I mean if you guys are baseball fans it was the coolest baseball I've ever seen yeah it was so much fun that we are in Miami for for six games and they have the stadiums right in Little Havana. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it doesn't even feel like you're in America. And so these Dominican Republic fans and the Colombia fans were just losing their minds. Yeah. And it, we we just had the best time. We had uh, me and four of my buddies down there. We had our fantasy draft. Sarah had to ditch us. Obviously, Sarah would have been there too, but she had to ditch us for something I'll get into after. Yeah. But yeah, we just, we had the best time, and it was so funny. You'd leave the stadium, and you we were like. In between games, there'd be two games in one day. Sometimes we'd leave the stadium and go find like a bar, and we found some of the biggest dive bars I've ever seen. Like ones like roosters running across the road in front of, going inside, and there wasn't no one spoke any English. They understood Corona, and on the jukebox, Bob Marley. <laughs> now, that's the only thing that we could. The only thing we we tried to talk to them for an hour, and that's all we could. So was that uh, just? And then you went, and then from there it went to. San, Di- San Diego San for Diego. the second round. That's right, yeah. And it was pretty cool because USA did so good for the first time in the four tournaments. But Yeah. Yeah, no, had a blast. And that was uh, you know, almost a whole month of March. And we were all over the place. And then I've just been back in back in L.A. until I got back here on Friday. Nice. Good to be back. Yeah. Really good to be back. Well, you, you definitely didn't miss much here in, in weather. No, this everyone was, said it's been so bad. This is one of the... I've lived here my whole life in one of the most brutal just winter or just kind of ugh, winter into spring. Like it's, just, it's rained so much. I'm, I'm ready to yeah. be... Even in summer. L.A., we got a lot of rain in L.A., which yeah. is very unusual. But they were getting tons of rain. They, a lot of people said that the drought is over after 15 years just from one month of the, the rain. I saw that. My sister lives up there as well, and they were showing pictures of... Um, a lot of the reserves and reservoirs and lakes being filled back up. And now they're having the super bloom, which is like all these places are almost like desert before and now have like a bazillion flowers blooming. It's crazy. Yeah. And everyone's allergies are going absolutely nuts. <laughs> 
Um, so this year uh, for the show, we are you, you're going to definitely see uh, some different stuff. I think we've decided that uh, we are going to do uh, some. Just <laughs> just when you said allergies, I was like, oh man, I'm not I'm not even talking normally. That was so I went over and got my, my Afrin and uh, blew it up my nose. <laughs> You're like trying to drag. I'm trying to talk, and I just can't. Like, can't even look anywhere else. It's just too distracting. Okay. Well, I'm back. I don't even. Oh, we're talking about doing some uh, some new segments this year. So we're uh, we're gonna do some of those, um, and uh, we'll kind of have them in every episode, and then. uh, And it's important for us to do that because we need some structure. We definitely don't we, have we start talking about football for the first five minutes, and then we start talking about Super Mario Brothers or the real world or things from the 90s and then it just which we will off. still do absolutely but then we can actually bring it back to like some kind of baseline yes so we just don't ramble but i feel like people liked our rambling i do too i mean it was kind of the most i don't know the show itself was a lot of that's that's just what it's kind all of where about. it goes we're very unorganized when we do this it's just kind of like hey do you want to talk about anything and you're like oh yeah this and i'm like what about you this all right and then we just go and usually we don't talk about either of those things then we have to cut it short at 45 minutes because we could go on forever sometimes <laughs> So, uh, one of the segments that we're going to do this year, um, and, uh, is the fact that you made a huge announcement just a couple of weeks ago. Well, let's, I guess let's take a step back from that. So okay. first of all, um, welcome back to Twitter. Yep. I'm back on <laughs> still hate it <laughs> at John Ryan nine, but you're back after I'm a year, hi- after a year hiatus, you're back. And I think everybody was stoked that you were back. Yeah. Including yourself, it sounds like. Yep. I'm real excited about it. Um, I haven't been tweeting as much. A couple a week, you know. A couple, yeah. a couple zingers a week. Just just some gold. Just just dropping yeah. gold. I'll get, well, you have to get back into like the flow of your head around Twitter for jokes. Yeah. Telling a joke on Twitter is a lot different than, than telling a, a joke right here. True. Or a joke in stand-up. It's all different comedy. Yeah. So I don't know. You're back. I think it'll I'm be back. good for us that you're back. I think it's yeah. Uh, we can kind of help promote the the podcast a little bit and get it, get it out there. Yeah. So uh, on one of those announcements that you made though is uh, it it's one of our new segments. So you bought a zoo <laughs> filled with barnyard animals. Who I was bought... in that movie? <laughs> Don't Tell even you remember that we bought a zoo. Yeah. Was that Adam Sandler. It might have been or Kevin James. Kevin, uh, Kevin, Adam Sandler has like a big like deal with Netflix now. He keeps looking at all these Netflix shows and movies and stuff. They just said that people have watched like something like fifty million hours of Adam Sandler movies. Wow, it sounds Netflix. exhausting. <laughs> I like Adam Sandler. Okay, so I didn't buy. I bought a baseball team. Yeah, and so team. what? It, and so it is called the Portland Pickles in Portland, Oregon. And so we're we're coming up. We, we have a new segment now that's. Uh, that, that we've come up with a name for. Yeah, this will be one of our regular segments. Every week we'll just talk a little Pickles baseball. It's just called Two Dudes Talking About Pickles. <laughs> Two Dudes Talking About... I The other ones that... I mean, I think we there's... The other ones were, you know, just uh, just like... The, you could do the Pickle Tickle. The Pickle Tickle. <laughs> I don't know. Or or uh, there was uh, Spicy Sweet or Dill. <laughs> Bread and butter. Bread and butter. Um, so we're gonna come up with a name, and I'm. We want. I want someone to make us a little jingle to yes. introduce it. Just like two guys talking about pickles. 
and that's it. Like, <laughs> that just, just something a real five quick. five-second jingle. The jingle for the show, if you do yeah, that. Yeah, so I'm just going to keep you updated with what's happening yeah, with so, the Portland Pickles. Portland Pickles, we are a collegiate Woodbat Summer League team in Portland, Oregon. We play in the Great West League. Um, there's also a league called the the West Coast League that's very similar okay. uh, level of baseball. But I've really wanted to. I want to buy. I mean, it feels like your dream to buy a baseball team. I've yeah. always wanted to buy a baseball team. Yeah, and not necessarily like a major league team. That wasn't my dream. I wanted to buy like a minor league team that you can kind of put your own stamp on. You know, you can do things that other teams can't do. You know, a, a pro team can't do some of the cool, unbelievable promotions that we're doing. You know, we haven't. Yeah. I think a lot of people have seen the battered bastards of baseball. Yeah, on Netflix. Yep. Uh, the a story about the Portland Mavericks in the mid '70s, kind of a, a ragtag group of baseball players uh, playing in Portland, and we're having a, we're having a Portland Mavericks night. That's awesome. We're wearing Portland Mavericks throwback jerseys, hats. We're having some of the guys that were on that team come out. We're having a Twin Peaks night. <laughs> Everyone in attendance gets damn good coffee and free cherry pie. Really? Yeah. It's just we 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 play at uh, Walker Stadium at Lens Park. So where is that in, in relation to like downtown Portland? It's close. <laughs> I, I even used to, I used to live in Portland. I'm still not that familiar, but we're right close to downtown. So like, how long would you think it would of a drive would it be to get from to right downtown? It takes ten minutes. Oh, okay. So you're yeah. super. So you're in the city, basically. Yeah, it's, we're just going to offer you know it's very affordable entertainment. It's like seven to thirteen dollars a ticket. You can sit behind home plate for thirteen dollars. You know, you can bring your family to a game and not and you know for fifty bucks and eat. That's awesome. You know, just, we, that's what I'm kind of really interested in. Kind of affording people, allowing them to go to a baseball game for an affordable amount of money. I think the other thing that, that we should take the time to announce as well is that, uh, you know, because of our relationship, that I will be the starting center fielder for the uh, Portland yeah, Pickles. You will be. Well, it's a contract announcement coming soon coming. to uh, kicking it with John and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, we, our season starts at the end of May. Our first home game is June 6th. They just started building the owner's box on Monday. That. The mo- most importantly. Abs- how big is the owner's box? How many seats are going to be in the owner's box? I think we have, I forget what the drives, like 12 bar stools over a bar overlooking home plate, then two round tables, and there's the bar inside of it. That is so awesome. Yep. <laughs> and it's also, we're going to be having, like, people can buy seats in there too to, to sit with us. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, if you want to really wreck your evening. And hey. <laughs> <laughs> so on how many what how how big is the roster uh it's like in the mid 30s you don't know for sure because a lot of these guys you know you you, you recruit all these guys because they're all division one yeah baseball players so this is a place for them to play in the summer and it's also the first opportunity that scouts have to see them handle a wood bat okay in college baseball using an aluminum bat yeah. or whatever they call it now yep. this is the first opportunity that scouts see because in the pros they use the wood bat and it's a lot different for, for hitting. Yeah. So these are all division one players, mostly um from the from the from the West Coast, but they're really from all over. You know, there's yeah. guys from Purdue last year on the team. So it's a really high quality baseball. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I think one of the things that I just is in my input is that uh I really feel like the mascot needs to get a serious mustache. I love that. Yeah, just a real we've, serious seventies uh, stash. We've already thrown that idea around. We a already have like a like an artist that drew up a pickle with a mustache. Yes, it has to but happen. Our, our, our mascot's very friendly. You know, it's it, Dylan. Dylan the pickle. <laughs> it's not really. Is it really Dylan? Dylan the pickle. <laughs> oh my so, gosh! Kids love him. 
I'm sure, but uh, it's just you have to realize like the there's just so many jokes. It's the oh. greatest. I mean, it's it's amazing. Well, we had we had an artist drawing up some new ideas of a, a new a symbol with the pickle, and she r- made these pictures with him wearing like a batting helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, we're on, we're on a real slippery slope when you have a pickle sliding into home with a batting helmet on. It's, I mean, oh there's that's God. one way to get national attention. Oh my gosh. So that was a. I would take it that was a no. Or oh, it's a maybe. No, it's, no, a, no. it's a hard maybe. Yeah, for me, I was like, whatever. Yeah. But good. no, it was, yeah, it was, it was a hard maybe. A hard so <laughs> anyway, just, it's been a lot of fun. We're having, we're having tackle John Ryan night. What? A tackle John Ryan night. What does that even mean? All kids in attendance under the age of 12 get a chance to tackle John Ryan as are, he runs across the outfield. Are you going to let any of these kids catch you? No. <laughs> I have to redeem myself for the last time I ran with the ball. <laughs> Is there any, do you have any worry about to be fair? Tripping? To be fair, it took 33 yards for a grown man to catch me. So, <laughs> Oh, my god! Unfortunately, he caught me right I in the really, side of the temple. I want this to be on the... Like, I want you to make Sports Center on this and just wreck some kids. Like, just some, <laughs> just some tough, stiff... Just arm, like, run. Run as hard as I can, and then when I get way ahead of them, turn around and run back at them. Just full speed, no, no regard. For any of them. Knowing my luck, there'll be like a Carl Lewis Jr. who's going to catch me from behind and just humiliate me. <laughs> just, you know? Just some 12-year-old just destroys you. Yeah. Just, you're looking the other way and you get a blindsided. Uh, knowing my luck. <laughs> so anyway, this is going to be our new segment and we're going to keep you up So we'll talk date. about the team, we'll talk about players, what's and, going and on. With that, things any, like, any, obviously, you know, I like baseball, so we want to throw any baseball in there, too. So, two, two dudes talking about pickles and a little baseball. Two dudes talking about pickles. Maybe you should do the jingle. No, I want someone else. To, I wanted to have some production value. That's, you, that's really what this show's about. It's production. As I, as I sit at my kitchen table drinking a beer, it's really about production value. That's the other thing that I'm really excited about is that we are, we're back to recording back at your house. We, yeah. We've, you know, we, we decided that um, if we ever need to, we'll go back to the VMAC if things are, you know, kind of, if yeah. just for that week we need to, but I think we, we yeah. decided that it was when we started doing this, we were having a lot more fun just kind of being able to do it on our own schedule and when we wanted to. Yeah, uh, the Seahawks are still going to produce it. Like they yeah, have. yeah. I mean, the, the show originally started in, in my kitchen at the table. Yep. And we worked on that for a while, and it was a lot of fun. And then the Seahawks uh, you know, offered up their services. And yeah. We started recording in their whatever their room is. The dungeon. The dungeon. <laughs> their red room. Yeah. So that's a Fifty Shades of Grey reference. I never seen that movie, but <laughs> you've read the book. No, I haven't read the book either. <laughs> uh, so they will still get it. They will still, uh, you know, it'll still be released on Seahawks.com. But we're just going to be able to kind of record on our own schedule. And, and I think it was always hard just because of being at. The, I mean, they only had certain times available. So and we do it Monday morning, usually right after, a, like right early in the morning, like after the day after a game. And it, it was, always, especially if it was a away game. Like it was just like rough. The most drained time of the week for me. Yeah. So it was always, I mean, it's still comedic gold. Don't get me wrong, people. Podcast gold. It still brought my A game, but it was very hard. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, so we'll be able to do it kind of more, uh, yeah, not so early in the morning. And like I said, if, if anything ever comes up or, you know, it, it just makes sense, we'll we'll go back down there now and then. But it'll be awesome just to kind of get back to how we started doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be fun. 
Back to our roots, you know? Back back to the roots. And also, you know what I thought would be really fun? If we just started going out like once every two months or something and do it in just a random bar. Okay, so we have to have our listener party. And I think we record an episode when we do that. Because people, we did say we were going to do that last year. And people, I've gotten the tweets on our, on the Kicking It With John and Greg Twitter of just we, like, when's you know it going to happen? You know what? We should have it at uh, like the Tacoma Comedy Club or something. Do a live show heck yeah and just have people come i listen to a lot of podcasts that's a new thing like people are doing a lot of these um i went to live uh, shows heather mcdonald has a podcast now juicy scoop and it's i think they have like a million downloads a week or something crazy but she did a live one at one of the comedy clubs in uh la still got tuesday at like four o'clock it was like it was packed it was sold out sarah was one of the guests and it was it was crazy and we probably couldn't do that but we could get i'm 15 to 30 strong 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 and on if a, we bribe them with free beer, <laughs> free beer, and you also get a chance to tackle John Ryan. Yes, <laughs> I hope that doesn't become a thing. Oh my God, I feel I'm sore just thinking about it. I'm 35 years old now. I can't take that. Oh, they. I think that's great. I think we should do a live show, live podcast, and have guest interaction. And I think every couple months it'd be great. Other things we talked about, I think we'll try to get some more guests in this year. Just random guests. I yeah. think last year we did a good job with, you know, with Sarah coming on has always been awesome. And then, um, you know, we had Jermaine Curse last year, which is great. So I think we'll get a couple more players this year. Yeah. Um, but then also, you know, just some kind of out there, you know, when we had Sarah from the real world, that to me was yeah, awesome. That was like fun. It, we, it, so just kind of things like that have just kind of. Yeah, because this isn't really a strict football Plot yeah, if you're listening me. to just hear about football, this is not going to be your podcast. No, if you want to hear about the X's and O's, you, as an average fan, you probably wouldn't understand them anyways. So, <laughs> <laughs> just, just insult the base. Huh? No, uh, but I, this is more. Uh, you know, we'll talk every week. We'll talk. Uh, you know, five ten minutes about football. What happened the the game before? Yeah, what's coming up? But after that, we just kind of uh, we trail off into uh, whatever things that we find uh, common ground on. That that yeah. you know, it's not because it, for for you, it's it's talking work, which you know gets old. Yeah. With this new mic, I can kind of smell my own breath coming back, <laughs> and it's not great. It's not great. We did the other thing we did fabric thing. We made a commitment to up up the the quality. If we were going to be back here, we had to at least bring better quality. So we uh, so we got good equipment, which is going to help. Yeah, the equipment's a lot better than what we tried to do last time at the kitchen table. We had one mic, and you could just hear everything all the time. Yeah, no, it's gonna be better. We have a good setup. It's gonna be fun. And yeah, so. I, one of the things that I was laughing at, or I was thinking about you when you guys when you were gone, is you know with real estate. Real estate's been super busy this year. I mean, I, you know, obviously, if you live here, you kind of know that it's really crazy. But um, I was looking at my phone uh, as I was working on you know a couple different offers for people, and in one day, I had made eighty seven phone calls. Oh my god! And I was just I just dawned on me. I was like, oh man, I can you imagine? Like this, I don't. Even, do you make eighty-seven calls in a year? There, no, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. I probably average one every two or three weeks. Yeah, I looked at my phone that day and I was like, "This is unbelievable." Like, I, I think that you would uh, just go crazy. Re- let me see. Recently, last time. Oh, this is one I of my talk- favorite games. Is when? What was the last time no. John talked on the phone? There was a, a young player on our team last night. Who Sarah and I were out for dinner at 8.30 And he had an emergency So naturally you call me Because I'm, you know, real good shoulder to lean on 
you get if you get in a pickle, just call John. You know he'll definitely get you out of that. He's obviously young, but he was very panicked about something. And Sarah and I were out for dinner, and I had my phone beside me off. We're at Jack's in Issaquah, your favorite place. My 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 jam now. Yeah, I love that place. And we were having dinner, and my, I looked down on my phone, and like there was like two texts from this kid. Uh, and three calls from my agent because we have the same agent, and uh, two calls from him. And he just, I just look, I look at my phone, I'm like, oh god, I mean, what's, some, happening? what's happening? And so I look, and he goes, I have an emergency. I need to talk to you right now. I'm sorry, it's late. First of all, you're pretty young if you think 8:30 is late. <laughs> <laughs> or he thinks you're really old. Or he thinks I'm really that. That's actually better. He's probably like, listen, I know you've been in bed so, for an hour. And anyways, a half. because of this, I had to talk to him and talk to my agent. So I t- made two calls yesterday. Wow. Yeah. But before that, hmm. Someone called from San Antonio a while back. <laughs> I just love this game. When's the last call you made? I think <clears throat> it was sometime. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, April 1st. April 1st. Yeah. So 20 days ago. That is, I, I honestly average probably 40 to 50 phone calls a day. That sounds awful. But I mean, real you have to be by your phone you, you all have the to time. Be, that you're a you, slave to it. You have you, to answer. You have to answer every call. Whether the thing, that, honestly, the thing that I don't like about it is having to answer calls from numbers I don't know. Oh, and I you always that. have to because you just don't know who you, it you is. You can lose out on a sale because y- of yeah, it. it's a so the constantly answering calls from people you don't know. That's the one thing that I'm just like, oh, I don't like this. I've seen real estate agents. I mean, this was in LA. One guy has his like personal phone number yeah. on everything, and he says, "Guarantee you to return your call within ten minutes, twenty-four hours a day." Wow! Like, dude, that no, no. And then there's a guy from an auto body company in Orange County that has a commercial, and he says, "This is my own personal cell phone that flashed across the bottom." I'm like, fourteen-year-old <laughs> John Ryan would have called that twice a day. Absolutely. Just thinking I was so funny, me and my dumb friends, and they just being, you know. Did you make prank calls when you were a kid? Yeah, we did. And they were not, not like, when I think back, like, none of them were funny. They were just annoying. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember ever having, like, a good one. I I remember, um, yeah, we used to do that. That, that was a, a thing was made, like, yeah, I don't know. You know, you, you have your buddies over to it, like, you're having a slumber party, and yeah. they'd be, like, prank phone calls super late at night. I remember one time doing one and feeling terrible just really oh it was looking back at it now i'm like what a terrible prank call to do to somebody but it was like calling at like 11 at night and just being like hello hey um i i need help i'm in a lot of trouble like i'm really (laughs) i'm in trouble that's awful it was terrible and this poor lady was like okay wait like i'm not your mom like who is this and i'm just you know and, and then all like going on and thinking it was just hilarious that just some poor lady was just panicking trying to help this kid and then after you felt so much guilt felt terrible yeah felt absolutely horrible well you're a little jackass I, <laughs> Gregory what you Phillip did Woodman. you little jerk <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, that was a home alone pr- reference yes it was and I choked on my beer I- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I mean I, prank calls there was remember that uh, there was a show it was called like Crank Crank Yankers yes 
And I used to laugh. I don't know if I watch it now. I don't know if I think it's funny. I used to laugh till I almost cried watching that show when I first discovered MTV. Have you heard 21. the prank phone call of the people calling the lady about John Cena and WrestleMania? <laughs> yes. Well, honestly, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. If you have not heard that, look up prank phone call John Cena, and it is like five minutes, and you can see this woman just slowly lose her mind yeah it starts off really funny and then it gets really awkward and then goes right back to funny yeah <laughs> trying to get her to order a pay-per-view and they just i love that it just and then it finally oh. like she gets that they know that they've got her to lose her mind and then she like answers the phone and swears and is like if this is you again and they're like no miss do you do you support the military and she was like, well, yeah, of course I do. And she's like, I'm sorry. I've been getting these calls. And she's like, well, yeah, we just wanted to let you know that John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, God dang it. You cannot be doing. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it really is funny. The other one. Did you ever see the one that was the uh, the person who called two Chinese restaurants and put them on the phone to each other? <laughs> I think I have. I don't remember it. but <laughs> That one was really good. It's like prank phone. I guess, you know well, what? There's still some comedy there. If you can get a good one. Yeah, they are do you good. listen to Howard Stern? I not as I used to. I don't really. Sarah anymore. loves Howard Stern. Okay, that's like her hero. Maybe not that far, but she loves Howard. So she got me listening to it a little bit when I'm in LA. I don't have serious radio here, but they do a lot of prank calls. Yeah, and actually, Sarah hosted the after show twice. Yeah, or was on the after show twice, and she went in after when I was there with her, and she did like a bunch of prank phone calls. Really, Stephanie, do you call them prank or crank? Prank. Prank. I call him prank. Some people say crank, don't well, they? Well, I think it's because of that Crank Yanker show. Oh. Anyway, she did oh, one. No, and they ended, right. up, crank, they ended up crank calls. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't either. That makes no sense. Don't do that, people. Yeah. Don't be that guy. <laughs> anyway, Sarah did uh, one of the ones that ended up on Howard's show. That that's awesome. Really hilarious, yeah. That's that's really cool. Anyways, they do some really funny ones. The yeah I yeah but I as a kid yeah I just remember being that that one feeling really bad about but then doing that and you know just thinking that you're so funny yeah because your buddies are there laughing at you oh yeah I mean that the one you did was pretty bad it was awful I mean that woman she's still like man what happened to that kid twenty years ago that was calling I I still think about him every night oh I was a that was yeah I felt I remember doing that being like nope no more (laughs) no No, more that was that we I just crossed a line when you were a kid you ever played ring and run or what uh, knock what do they call it ding 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 dong dash yeah that's what Americans call it what do you call it ring and run (laughs) chase the moose (laughs) (laughs) did you ever do that. Uh, oh, we thought we were so bad doing that. I don't remember. But only to, like we only did that really to like people like that we knew, like high school. Like you'd like. Yeah. Did you ever teepee anyone's house? No. It sounded like too much effort. Yeah. I remember we doing that a couple of times in high school. I feel like doing that in the Pacific Northwest is like even worse because if it rains mm-hmm. or there's moisture, I mean, then then it becomes. Oh, a it's problem. a real. It's a real. We we got it one time. Have you ever egged someone's house? No. Have you? No, I really haven't. No, yeah, we that's got, even worse. That's hard to get off your house. That's well, that's just messed up. Like yeah. that's, I think that's taking it too too far. I remember one time we got uh, teepeed, and it was legit. My parents still have pictures of it because it was something like I. This was like movie production. Really, it and the worst part was is I I had caught them twice that night. It was like one thirty in the morning, and I heard them outside, and I remember I ran outside and uh caught him and then uh caught him once and then they ran away and left and then waited for them 
and they came back and I waited with the the hose outside and so they came back and I remember I sprayed them the ones who who were doing it and I was like okay they're not going to come back a third time oh no they came back a third time did you know who they were yeah yeah they're like kids from your school yeah it was like it was just seniors in in our school and I was a junior at the time and uh they so let's see so the first thing they did is they went to you remember (laughs) well they used to have uh phone book recycling places yeah and like they would just be like a you know like a big back when people recycled (laughs) (laughs) or had phone books there you go (laughs) but they had went to one of those and they must have taken thousands of phone books out of this thing and they came over and i think took like a garden hoe three-piece like rake and shredded them all over the yard i'm talking all over your yard all of our yard so they teepeed the trees shredded phone books everywhere they stacked must have been several hundred phone books against the front door so when you open the door they fell into the house and then they put traffic cones and those blinking light up construction signs in our yard and then the worst out of if all that wasn't enough they had bought a couple of those giant like costco size popped popcorn bags and just dumped them all over the yard oh uh, i guess we know who you prank called and they got you back <laughs> payback's a bitch and they got my you back my dad was a pretty calm guy in that when he was just i he was livid so did these kids like have it out for you no, the or did they think it was funny? They was thought it, like, it was funny. I don't think they went because the 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 four of them came back over the next day and helped clean it up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They felt that same guilt that you felt. Worst thing about it was one of them was the girl that I was dating at the time. Like she thought no dead way. serious. She thought it was really funny, and I was like, "Why would you do that? Not cool at uh. all." Yeah, it was bad. There's still pictures somewhere of just... I mean, it looked like something out of a movie. Oh, they didn't miss... There was not an inch of our yard that you could still see. That's awful. Yeah. I had my, my one of the trees out here toilet papered once, and it was Clint Gresham. <laughs> and his little mi- minions. Shut up. So I think I just left it there until the rain washed it away several <laughs> months later. Did he really? Yeah. I mean, that's classic Clint Gresham. Classic Clint. Yeah. Just TP'd one tree? Just one tree? Yeah. <laughs> just to get under my skin. Usually right around like November, December, I'm not like the most pleasant guy to deal with when it, at work. So I think they just they like to dig just a little bit. Yeah. Did you immediately know that's who it was? No, I had a good hunch. And did he admit to it? Yes. Okay. Why would you admit? You just got to say no. It wasn't me. Now I have cameras out there. I've, come, come mess with my house. See what happens to you. He'll he'll just you know, talk about you on this podcast. He'll talk about you until you cry. <laughs> say terrible things about you, your mother, your family. Until oh. you cry. So, uh, should we talk about one of the other segments that we were we were gonna do? Mm-hmm. So one of the others that this was your idea, and I, I thought this was pretty good. Was every week we will do something called uh, "Would You Rather." We need a little funny little intro for that too. Yeah. Couple dudes talking about would you rather? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. we need jingles. We need some. We need someone to come up with jingles for the show. And I, re- I was, I was talking to you. I about- mean, people, people on Twitter are so good to us. They probably will. Someone will come up with some good stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. 
And and we will use it on the show, and it'll be permanently part of the show. And as is a kind gesture, you will do it for us for free. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be paying anything. And in return, we'll use it. Yep. We have zero advertisement dollars. Yeah. Because no one sponsors us. Yeah, we should get sponsors. I want it, but if we do, we should get the most. I want to find the most ridiculous sponsors there are. Yeah. If you work for a ridiculous for a ridiculous company that shouldn't sponsor our show, yeah. we want to hear from you. Yeah. Like I don't like a I, I don't know just some random product that makes no sense for us to be excited about. I think, I think I'm thinking. <laughs> Like just some, we need to get sponsored by some like as seen on TV product. Like, what if oh. this show was like sponsored by like Slap Chop? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I'd love it. It'd be amazing. We will talk. We'll yeah. I don't know. That would be awesome. You know that one infomercial with that guy who has, says like this guy has like the best pillows ever. I make them right here in America. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. he has like the best pillows ever. I don't never. Even so I'm like that. a pillow. Like I've been trying to find a good pillow for years. I once bought a four hundred dollar pillow. No, why? Because I because I want to be able to sleep. I have to be able to sleep for my 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 job and my sanity. But and I don't sleep well, so I need a good pillow. I've never really found a good pillow until I ordered this guy's pillow. Wait, you actually was, liked it? It, and was, it was the best pillow I've ever had in my life. Was it really? I love it. But it was was that the four hundred dollar pillow? No, it was like thirty bucks or something. What? Yeah, maybe it's called my pillow. I mean, why are we giving this guy free advertising? I don't. Yeah, give us a call. We'll give talk us a call. about it. If we need, not, we, it was just a mediocre. I want a pillow. whole freaking table full of pillows. I want to do this. In a, I want to do this podcast from a nest of pillows. We will use your pillows to to make a soundproof booth for our for our podcast. And then we'll have an awkward pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be nothing weird about it. it would, don't make it weird, guys. It's so our a, new segment's going to be called Two Guys Fighting with Pillows. <laughs> <laughs> You can't see it, but just trust us. Yeah. We're fighting with pillows. <laughs> uh, so, would you rather? Would so, you we're each going to come up with one for the other person. One a week. One a week. Do you who you wants to go first? I want you to go first. All right, <clears throat> and we'll do this uh, using personal info. And also, well, on the Twitter world, if you want us to ask, yeah, yeah, please if you make want us to talk about a would you rather. I feel like everyone's played this game, this drinking game, or yeah. Oh no, like drinking games never have I ever. And yeah. People just ask disgusting questions. Yeah, no. That was from high school. We won't do that one. No. But, yeah, we, would we you rather, if you have any ideas, and we'll talk about them on air. There's a good chance that, that we will run out of ideas and take yours, so. Yeah, like in two weeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hurry up. I'm dying up here. Please give us some. I'm dying up here. Okay, so here's mine. First, uh, would you rather... Have to talk on the phone for at least one hour a day. Oh, for how long? One hour. Every day. The duration of my life? Yes. Or change one blowout diaper oh. every day for the rest of your life. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Like, ugh. That's such a hard call. That was a good question, the, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the the worst question I've ever received. <laughs> um, what would I rather do? I mean, I I've changed. The last time I changed a diaper was about ten years ago. I love that story. It's on our one of our old shows. Is it? It's amazing. I'll give you a quick recap. I I, I wrapped a, a a t-shirt around my head, like around my face, just my eyes were showing, so I didn't have to inhale this. It was my little niece. 
change the diaper, dry heave for three minutes or however long it took. I felt like it was an hour and a half that I was doing this. It was probably a minute or two. And the kicker is, it was just urine. <laughs> it was a pee diaper. There was no, there was no poo diaper. It was just the number one diaper, and it was that disgusting to me. That is amazing. I that story just. I think. Oh, here's the thing. Time wise, I can change that diaper in three to four minutes. Right. Correct. Is that how long a blowout takes? Well, it's a little bit more because you got to pull clothes off and everything. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not responsible for the clothes after. I don't have to go and wash them. I can just throw them. It's like that's my job. I just... Sure, but you still have to get the, you have to get the baby completely clean and the and and the and if and the the blowout clothes off of them. <laughs> I wish you could see the look on his face oh. right now. Legitimately, like not happy. Just the thought. I think I think I would go with the diaper. You do? Yeah, just because time-wise. Five minutes a day for the rest of my life, and after a while I'd get used to it. I could wear, like, a mask, gloves, and then eventually I'd just learn how to just, to, like, hold the, the baby above the shower. You know, you <laughs> take his clothes off him, her, whatever, and you just hold them above a shower for two to three minutes, and you're done. It's clean. Wouldn't be my shower. It'd be a special shower in my house. I, this is a duty I have for the rest of my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna put some time into building a nice shower for this kid. <laughs> no, I'm not. And then that, that that's how much I hate talking on the phone. But now we're that's a big commitment. An hour a day on the phone. What would I even talk about? <laughs> I don't know. I, lose, I had a girlfriend in high school that all she wanted to do was talk on the phone. And I I would I bought a special headpiece for the phone so I could play Madden while we talked. <laughs> nice, nice. No, you hang up first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to ask me twice. I'm not playing this game. Done. I win. <laughs> then there's probably a couple. Why'd you hang up Why'd on you me? Up? You told me to. Yeah. You said hang up first. Absolutely. I said, yes, I obliged. So you just so diaper. So it's the diaper. The diaper. Okay. I'd rather change the diaper. A bad blowout. Oh. Real bad. Well, you, you're doing that for free right now. I am. Several times a day, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh. You know what? Here's a good thing. They've really cut... They've done a good job on cutting down on bullying in schools. Yeah. You know who hasn't done a good job? Grown adults. Very true. We sit here and we stress to our kids. Not me, because I'm not having kids. That ship has sailed. But people <laughs> stress to their kids... Don't bully people. Don't bully people. Then they take them to a football game and scream at the other team for three hours. Yeah. Or they go on Twitter and write terrible things about everyone. It's like you practice what you preach. Did you see that episode of South Park where like they had the whole premise was, I don't know if you watched South Park, but I saw one. It was in this last season. And the whole premise was that they had basically found this thing. They had made this machine called like the troll exposer and it basically was going to expose everything that everyone had said and let them know who it was and where they oh, lived I love that. and it just caused total chaos because all yeah. these people were like oh my gosh people are going to know what I've said and what I've done here's my idea on Twitter if you use a fake name if you use uh, whatever a lot of people have like Seahawk fan yeah. and, and they have a picture of not themselves you know, an have, egg. The picture of an, still egg. an egg. Yeah. An egg. An egg. Or, you know, people have like Simpsons Maniac and then a picture of Bart Simpson. That's fine. <laughs> That's all. But, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. If you, no, I get you it. You just have to verify your name in a picture of yourself and post both of those on there. And where you work. And where you work. And then you can comment. If, if you don't do that, that's fine. You can make 
make messages and uh, look at other people's stuff, but you can't comment on anything unless you've been verified your name and who you are. Just if you're gonna if you're gonna say it, have the guts to put your yeah, name to it. I can't it. stand these freaking keyboard heroes who sit behind these keyboards and they just write whatever they want. Yeah. All right, so. We have been off for like three months, I think. And I was just getting warmed up. We're just getting. So what we're doing is episode one is going to be a, a marathon episode. We're going to do, we're doing an hour and a half straight. However, we're going to split it up into two episodes. So as of right now, this is the end of the first half of episode one, season, season two, two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Nope. Yep. Nope. Don't you dare. Nope. We're not going. We're, nope. Season two. We're not. We're just not naming me and you. <laughs> no. Oh. Just the two of us. Yeah. Is there anything worse than my singing? Sarah says there's not. Really? Yeah. It's pretty bad. Well, you were in choir. Yeah, I was terrible. I don't oh, know really? how. I, yeah, I was not good. You just did it to get the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're such a jerk. Totally. So we're gonna split. We're gonna. This will be the end of the first part of this episode. So uh, this year, I have a goal. We have a goal of trying to make it into some sort of top chart on iTunes. So for that to happen, we need you to listen. We need you to rate the show um, and share it with your friends. Uh, so please, please do that. Um, also, follow us on Twitter at. Kick it with J and G, mm-hmm. and uh, you can send us uh, an email at kicking it with John and Greg at Gmail, or we're also on Facebook, kicking it with John and Greg. Um, so yeah, please, we really appreciate the fans that we had last year for this whole part was absolutely awesome, and we had a great time. We're still gonna have that listener party, but you know, our goal this year is to kind of take it to another level and get a lot more listeners and really see what we can do with this show. That's it for part one. Part one's out. <laughs>